I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Have you ever watched an apocalyptic sci-fi movie and wondered, could any of this really happen? I'm Carrie Bechet, and on Hypothetical, we explore what-if questions two ways, through speculative science fiction and through insight from the world's most brilliant scientists. And spoiler alert, your favorite sci-fi movies aren't nearly as far-fetched as you may think. Time travel with me into our possible futures on Hypothetical. New episodes every Tuesday available on all podcast apps. That's Hypothetical, H-Y-P-E-R-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L. Get you. We make good food and cocktails too. I'm here for you to make it cute. Yeah, make it cute. Oh, me and you. Hi, welcome to the first episode of Make It Cute. I'm so happy that you're here. And I'm so excited to be sharing this episode and following episodes with all of you. So, you're tuning in. Very first episode, what are we to expect? We're going to expect some laughs, some bomb cocktails, some amazing delicious recipes, and just some good times and some good vibes. You're going to sit back, buckle up, grab a glass of wine or a juice box. We don't judge here. And get ready to have fun for the next approximate half hour with me. So today's September 4th, and you may have seen some of the teasers, but today is Beyonce's birthday. On this day, 39 wonderful years ago, Queen Bey was born, and I, for one, am very thankful for that fact. Beyonce has inspired me so much throughout my life. She's inspired me to have a role model of someone who looks like me as in a person of color. She was the first Black female artist to headline Coachella. She has had multi-number one singles. She is one of the most decorated Grammy Award winners in the entire history of the entire Grammys, which that's a long history for the record. Um, 
And she's just absolutely an amazing person, a philanthropist and a model and actress, singer, songwriter, businesswoman, you name it, she's done it. And that is why she's one of the most well-known people on this planet. Literally, if I type Beyonce's name into Siri, it corrects me. It puts the little accent on the E. She is a household name. She is a household brand. She's on par with Martha Stewart, Rachel Ray, and Ina Garten. I just named three cooks, but you get the idea. She's on par with Michael Jackson, Madonna. She's on par with some of the greats. She's a great in herself. And I'm so excited to be talking about her for this first episode. Originally, whenever I started planning this episode, I wanted to focus in on one album in particular, but Beyonce deserves better. I was listening to her homecoming album recently with the stunning accompanying movie on Netflix. And I realized I couldn't just talk about one album. I had to either highlight them all or highlight none. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to take a middle ground. I'm going to highlight most because she has a very big discography and I just want to touch upon some of my favorite points in it. So without further ado, let's talk all things Beyonce. I first want to start with Beyonce's history. As we all know, Beyonce started out in Destiny's Child, which is an absolutely amazing group. I, for one, love it. I grew up listening to Destiny's Child. I may not be super old, but I am old enough to remember that Destiny's Child was a huge part of my childhood. Fun fact about me is that my first ever owned CD that I would play on my Walkman all the time was Beyonce's Dangerously in Love album, which we will talk about a little bit later in the episode. Her time with Destiny's Child, who would have expected that she would have gone from being a member of a girl group to being Beyonce, trademarked, all rights reserved. I don't know if she actually has that trademark. She probably should because she's an absolute icon. But her time in Destiny's Child brought us some of my favorite songs of all time, including Lose My Breath, Cater to You, and Bootylicious. Bootylicious is something that I would always use to describe myself whenever I just needed a little pick-me-up. It is such a pivotal word that it literally became a part of Merriam-Webster's dictionary. Can we talk about that? The power. The power of the booty. The power of being bootylicious. Absolutely amazing. Then, you know, we all know that she broke out into her first studio album, which was Dangerously in Love, which featured Sean Paul, who was absolutely huge during that time, and no other than the one, the only, rest in peace, Luther Vandross. I cannot believe that a new artist on the scene having her first solo album pulled those names. I'm still surprised and in shock. Her Dangerously in Love album features some of my personal favorite songs, including Baby Boy with Sean Paul, Naughty Girl, and one of my favorite songs of all time, Crazy in Love. You guessed it. The first three songs on that album were some of my top three favorite songs of my childhood. I remember I used to walk around my elementary school with this album and my Walkman and just absolutely bop to this album. Absolutely amazing. So iconic. But this isn't my favorite album. She was still coming into herself. She was discovering her sound, discovering her brand. I think that she really came into herself on her B-Day album. 
2006. Let's talk about 2006. It was such a good year for me. Um, I don't know if about anyone else. I know that I'm reliving something that happened 14 years ago, but 2006 is whenever Beyonce dropped her B-Day album, and I'm pretty sure my life has changed from then on out. That album features so many great songs. I literally could talk about each and every song individually for probably an entire episode. I'm not even going to lie. Is this coming in the future? I don't know. No promises. But just to highlight a couple of my favorite songs, Get Me Bodied. I want to take a second before I even talk about any of the other songs and talk about Get Me Bodied. That song is so iconic that it has an entire dance associated with it. It is absolutely amazing. Like, can we just talk about that? Like, I'm sitting here just recording this episode and dancing a little bit, just thinking about all the different moves and all the different positions that it put me in when I was a kid. Yes, I was doing this as I was a kid. I was dropping it low and I was doing the uh-oh, the uh-oh, the uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Yes, absolutely amazing. Um, this album also features another one of my favorite songs, Freakum Dress. That song was super empowering to women and just inspiring them. Hey, put on your Freakum Dress. Everyone has that dress in their closet. Everyone has that outfit that makes them feel so good. Honestly, whenever I'm getting ready to go out, I put on that song and I'm like, it automatically helps me pick a much better outfit than I probably would have wore if I didn't have that song playing in the background. And finally, one of my favorite Beyonce songs of all time. I know I said that on the last album, but this song really hits so different is Resentment. It is such a slept on song because it's a ballad and it's amazing. It is four minutes and 41 seconds long just of pure art and pure mastery. And Beyonce really just shows off her power and her rage and her vocals. And it's like, you just sit there and you just feel a little little sad. Like, I'm just thinking about this song and the tears come into my eye. You know what I mean? Like, music really has that ability to do that to you. And I think Beyonce has really had that ability to make me feel something whenever I'm listening to her and just encourage the viewer to feel something, to feel something good, feel powerful, feel emotional, feel raw. I think that her music just really inspires a variety of emotions. Next, we're going to move on to another fantastic album. Another album when I was in middle school for her I Am Sasha Fierce. I want to talk about this album because have you ever just wanted to be someone other than yourself? Like, I think about it all the time. What if I was someone who wasn't me? What if I was someone else other than Miles? But I was still Miles, but I was different. Like, what if I just took all of the parts that I usually hide away from someone and I just bring it to light? What would I do? Who would I be? That's what Beyonce did with this album. I am Sasha Fierce. Sasha Fierce was her alter ego who was badass, may I add. Absolutely amazing. The outfits from this era in her music videos, I still have my jaw drop whenever I look at them. Like, there is nothing like it. There's absolutely nothing like it. And I wanted to kind of step out of myself for this appetizer that I made for this episode. So the appetizer that we're making is going to be Beyonce-inspired, of course. We're going to be making an appetizer that features something blue. Because her daughter's name is Blue Ivy, so I wanted to do a take on Blue. And then also, later in her Lemonade album, she has a bat called Hot Sauce. So I was like, what's Blue Hot Sauce? I was like, let's make 
a really fun and funky buffalo chicken dip. It's achievable for everyone. It is the perfect appetizer to take to your game days or just to have. You can dress it up. You can dress it down. It's funky. It's sexy. I was like, buffalo chicken dip. Yes, this is amazing. And this recipe requires zero to no cooking. It is very low effort. You can make it in a crock pot. That would be absolutely delicious. We're going to bake ours in the oven because we want that good, crunchy cheese crust. But you could put this in the oven and it'll be perfectly fine. So without further ado, let's get to the recipe. Let's get cooking. We're going to bake it cute this episode. (laughs) I've been waiting to say that. Anyways, we're going to take a rotisserie chicken, wherever you can get it from, your local grocery store, whatever, you're going to remove the skin and cut up the breast. Shred it, cut it up into chunks, just make it into little pieces so that it incorporates well. You only really need the breast. You can throw a little bit of thigh meat in there if you wanted a little bit more chickeny, but you really only need the breast for this. Then we're going to take a half of a one pound bag of Monterey Jack, Or you can use cheddar, whatever cheese your heart desires, honestly. But I want to use Monterey Jack. We're going to dump it in to our bowl with our shredded cubed chicken. Next, we're going to take a fourth of a cup of blue cheese dressing. You don't need that much. It's a little tangier than ranch. So we're using a little bit less, quarter of a cup. Next, we're going to take a quarter of a cup of hot sauce. You got to use Frank's. I'm just saying, that's my preference. You can use any hot sauce you want, any wing sauce you want. Frank's is my personal favorite, not sponsored. Um, Then after that, you're going to take half a block of cream cheese. Make sure it's room temperature. Make sure it's softened. You're going to chop it into cubes and you're going to mix that all up. This is such an easy recipe. It comes together so quickly. Like the prep work is in cutting the chicken and just mixing everything, putting it in a dish, and then baking it. It's so easy. Next, you're going to mix everything up, season with a little S&P salt and pepper. I like to use kosher salt. That's my personal preference. You can use whatever type of salt you have laying around, but I will say it'll probably taste a little better if you use kosher because it's a little less harsh and a little less salt forward. Um, Fun fact. And then I like to use fresh cracked black pepper. I think it just adds a different, better flavor profile. Personal preference. Use what you have. We do not gatekeep recipes on this podcast. Not happening. Anyways, now that you have your mixture done, we're going to add it to a baking dish. We're going to add the rest of that Monterey Jack cheese on top. Use what's appropriate for the size of your dish. You don't want a super huge cheese crust because then the cheese won't get melted and everything. Use as much as you can. Um, I'm using a slightly longer pan, so all my cheese should be able to fit. But if not, it's fine. Save it for your next recipe. Then in a 400-degree preheated oven, you're going to take that bad boy and you're going to throw it in for 15 minutes. And then you're going to put it under the broiler for three minutes. Make sure you watch it. We don't want super burnt cheese. We just want a nice crispy top. And that is it. You can add some chives to the top. You can add some green onions to the top. You can add some fresh blue cheese crumbles to the top. Serve it with crudite. Serve it with tortilla chips. Serve it with whatever. Like, I mean, like I said, I wanted this first recipe to be super attainable, super achievable, super accessible to everyone. And I think this is super accessible. And here's the thing. We don't judge. If you need to make your own chicken breast, make them. 
Use your favorite grilled chicken breast recipe, baked chicken breast recipe, or you can put it in your all-clad pan and cook it off. That'll be beautiful. Develop the flavors how you want, and you can add your own little twist and twang. I just like the convenience of a rotisserie chicken, and I think that'll help people of all ages be able to make this. Anyways, back to what you came for, Beyonce. No, you came for the recipe, but I want to get back to Beyonce because, you know, it's her birthday and we're celebrating her today. So where we last left off was her I Am Sasha Fierce album, which just has so many good songs. It has If I Were a Boy, it has Halo, it has single ladies it has sweet dreams it has video phone and like i said all of these songs from this album are just absolutely amazing and just so good i don't know what to do with them like i just sit here and i'm just like in awe like how can someone put out something so amazing and just so wonderful and i'm like well it's beyonce i guess it's expected then she did it she went on an i am world tour where she took all of my favorite albums and some of her Destiny Child songs and did it all in one tour. If you need a live listening experience, listen to this album. You'll feel things that you never knew that you could feel. It is absolutely amazing. I can't think of a better album to listen to except for one that I'm going to name later. (laughs) We moved past our alter ego phase. Now we're moving into her four phase. For 2011, this was when I was first starting high school. I know I'm so old or I'm so young, depending upon how you see me. And this album was so good. This album has Love on Top on it, which is one of my favorite songs. It just makes me melt and gush and just be so incredibly happy. She has this line in it that says, like, everybody's asking why I'm smiling out from ear to ear. And that's what this song makes me do. All the key changes in it are absolutely amazing. It is one of my most listened to songs of all time. I stand by that song. I will fall asleep to that song. I will wake up to that song. That song is part of my life's playlist, which I think that would be a cool episode to do. Like talking about the playlist of my life. I'm 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 going off topic, but let's bring it back. It also has one plus one end of time and the iconic Run the World Girls. And one of my other favorite songs, Countdown. Absolutely love that song. That song is so iconic that there's literally a riff challenge going on on TikTok right now. And it went on during quarantine. Like, can we just talk about how powerful Beyonce is as a singer, as an influencer? She had not one, but two riff challenges of hers go viral on TikTok. One was to her ego song live, and one is to countdown because the I, I'm not even going to attempt it. Like, it is just so good. It's like, how can one artist just possess all of this talent? Save a little bit for the rest of us, you know? (sighs) Then, just a random day in 2014, the world stopped. Because out of nowhere, no promo, no details ahead of time, Beyonce decides to drop her self-titled album, Beyonce. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. 
start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. I just needed to take a moment to breathe and just to like really digest this because everyone remembers where they were whenever this album dropped. I was a junior in high school and I just remember my entire world stopped. That was back when you had to pay for music. This album was like $15.99. I bought it immediately. No hesitation. Most times whenever I used to buy music, I'd be like, mm, maybe I could just listen on, to it on YouTube for a while. It's fine. No hesitation. I bought it. I listened to it over and over and over. This album had so many good songs. Um, the iconic Drunken Love. Like, I love that song. And that song may make an appearance later in the pod. Just keep an ear out. Remember the lyrics of that song. Um, and then another amazing song off of that album is Partition. Oh my gosh, so good. XO, amazing. 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven was like one of my favorite songs freshman year of college. I almost bought a Kale sweatshirt that she was wearing in the video because of it. That song is so good. And then Flawless Remix with Nicki Minaj, where she says, The World Stop carry on oh my gosh just iconic because she literally made the entire world stop with this album it was absolutely amazing she has a lot of amazing features on this including Nicki Minaj Kanye West Frank Ocean Drake and of course her hubby Jay-Z makes an appearance there's just so many amazing artists on this album but she proves to us that you don't need a bunch of features to have a really amazing album in 2016 freshman year of college i remember i was completely obsessing over this album i bought title for the sole purpose of streaming this album this album just became available on spotify like last year which i'm so thankful for but i just remember i used to just listen to this album over and over and over again lemonade just that's it that's the tweet originally this entire episode was supposed to be about lemonade it was literally all supposed to be about lemonade which is absolutely insane because it's just that good of an album but i wanted to open it up to her entire career there's so much to cover so much to talk about i'm not even diving into just beyonce as a person her philanthropic endeavors just all the amazing things she's done for the black community and just for people in color in general, just the fact that she's paved the path for a lot of black performers. 
there has been some before her, and I'm not saying that she is the one who paved the road, but like I said, she was the first to headline Coachella, which was later named to Beachella, which we will definitely talk about later this episode. That is coming. Do not worry. That is coming. Her Lemonade album, it just makes you feel things. Um, I don't know if you've seen the visual album on HBO, but that, just watching that, you go through all of the emotions that she's going through. It's basically like a, a little mini movie. And that was like one of the first things like that of its time, an album where all the songs flew together and all the videos melded so perfectly together. And all the videos had a really beautiful cinematography and theme. And that album was just absolutely amazing. Um, Some of my favorite songs off of that album is Sorry, because I absolutely love that song, Middle Fingers Up, Hold On Hands High. That is the last time I'll sing on this episode, Um, and probably on any episode, and I apologize for that. Um, Also, Daddy Lessons, that song is absolutely amazing. Sandcastles literally makes me cry every time I hear it. Um, just thinking about it makes me cry. And of course, Formation is on there. There's, there's not a bad song on that album. If I'm being completely honest, I can listen to that album front to back a million times over and still never get bored of it. That is how good this album is. It is a God tier album, a goddess tier album, a queen tier album. Sorry. Let me correct myself real quick. So then we get on to the final album I want to highlight on this. But before we get there, let's talk about a cocktail. Let's drink. I literally love drinking. We're not forgetting the booze. It literally says it in the description of this podcast. Let's drink. I, I told you to remember the lyric from Drunken Love, which is, I've been drinking watermelon because watermelon is involved in this cocktail. And then also lemonade, that was going to be the basis of the cocktail, no matter what, not because just the album, but also because Beyonce did the master cleanse diet, which was also known as the Beyonce diet, where she basically took lemon juice, maple syrup, cayenne pepper, and water and would drink it like every morning. And she lost a lot of weight for her role for dream girls using that diet. Not condoning that (laughs) but lemons have been a very prominent thing and as i like to say when life gives you lemons beyonce gives us lemonade yeah you're supposed to laugh that was kind of a joke anyways let's get to the cocktail we're gonna take an ounce and a half of watermelon pucker it's a watermelon liqueur and we're gonna put that in a glass with ice and then we're gonna add four ounces of homemade lemonade you can buy store-bought we're not gatekeeping but If you can make some homemade lemonade, that would be amazing. All it takes is about five to six medium-sized lemons, about a fourth of a cup of simple syrup, a cup of water to a cup and a half of water, and ice. It is that simple. Make it yourself if you have the time. If you don't have the time, I'm not judging you out loud. Anyways, you're going to add four ounces of lemonade. And then what we're going to do is we're going to take some mint leaf. We're going to spank it. So you're going to hit it off the back of your hand. You're going to add it into the glass next to the straw so it's nice and fragrant. And then we're going to top it off with just a little bit of vodka. We're going to add an ounce of vodka just to add a little bit of bite to it because I feel like Beyonce just has a little bit of bite to her personality. It's not like one-dimensional. It's like, ooh, what is that in the background? That is the alcohol. That is the alcohol at work. You're going to give it a little stir. 
throw in a reusable straw. We're saving the turtles on this pod and drink it down. And you have this watermelon lemonade medley and it's delicious and it is awesome. You can have like a little tahine rim if you want. If you want a little bit of spice for her hot sauce bat, because she's like, I got hot sauce in my bag swag. You can have a little tahine on the rim if you want, a little, a little spicy. And that is it. Such a simple cocktail. It is beautiful. Also, you can garnish it with a lemon in addition to the mint. It is going to be visually stunning. You have this beautiful pinkish-hued cocktail with this beautiful vibrant green mint and this beautiful yellow lemon slice. It's just gorgeous. Like, there's nothing better than this. So we got a fun, funky dip for our appetizer, and then we have an amazing, delicious, light cocktail to pair with it. What could be better? I can't think of much that would be better. We're finally getting towards the end of this episode, which I'm so happy that you all spent this time with me. And the final album I want to talk about, I kind of mentioned it towards the beginning of this episode, is the Homecoming live album. Let me tell you, when she dropped the visual for this on Netflix, I watched that movie many times. I'm pretty sure it was even nominated for an Emmy, actually. It was that good. How does she do it all? That's my question. Like, she had just come off a pregnancy of twins, nonetheless, and tore Coachella up and made it Baychella. Everything from her intro to her dance breaks to having an HBCU band to all the dancers that she had, all the numbers she performed, bringing out Kelly and Michelle, just, it was just a magnitude of Black excellence and of Beyonce excellence. There's no other way to describe it. This was a demonstration of something just so completely amazing that I'm at a loss for words. This album is an hour and 49 minutes long, and I will listen to it front to back at least once a month. At least once a month. Let that sink in. I will take two hours of out of my month and listen to this album mostly more because I absolutely love this album. And this album was just so good for me just for my mental health and my emotional health. This album cleared my skin. Like this album brought the rains to Africa. Like this album was it. And some of my favorite performances in this album would probably be the deja vu dance break. That dance break is just so fun and funky of course the little destiny's child reunion and beyonce another thing about her i want to sidebar real quick is i love how she never forgets her roots even at her super bowl performances she brings destiny's child back on stage and has the has them perform with her which i find amazing that she does i think that's just another one of beyonce's really great qualities is that she really is grateful and thankful for her past and that she really looks back on it and draws inspiration to drive her future. Another great break was the party break um, with the baton twirler, the majorette. She was absolutely amazing. She killed it. This performance was absolutely amazing. All of the stepping and the dancing and the vocals, everyone on that stage was so talented. And even with all that talent, Beyonce still shined. And she put on that performance of her life. She 
put in the months of work, months of rehearsal. And that just makes me want to leave you with an inspirational little tidbit of whenever you're feeling down or unmotivated, just think about Beyonce. I'm not going to say that you have the same 24 hours that Beyonce has because you don't. Beyonce has people that helps make her 24 hours a little bit easier, but you have the same potential as anyone else to be the next Beyonce. All it takes is for you to ignite your flame, keep fueling that fire, keep pushing for it, keep motivated, keep being awesome, keep being you. And who knows, maybe the next time someone looks at you, they'll call you just by your first name with an accent. Anyways, I'm so happy that you tuned in. I'm so excited for you to tune into the next episode. New episodes come every Friday. So excited that you're here and that you're listening. And I'm signing off. So much love. Don't forget, keep it cute. Love, Miles. Bye.